0: Hey, if you've ever wondered about your Irish ancestry or ancestors, who they were, where they were from in Ireland, why they came to New Zealand, there's a series of seminars coming to Aotearoa that will help you trace your Irish family history. They're aimed at beginners, but also active family historians, and they're run by the Irish non-profit organisation Ulster Historical Foundation. That organisation is sending staff out from Belfast to Australia and New Zealand in February and March to run the sessions. And Finton Mullen is one of the people presenting the seminars. He's just arrived in Australia. Hi, Fenton.
1: Hi there. Hi are. You?
0: Nice to talk to you. Welcome to this part of the world. Have you been down this way before?
1: We have, but a good few years ago it was 2017 since we were last here so a lot of water has gone under the bridge since then hasn't
0: it? Yeah, tell me about the, uh, the tour, what, what are your plans here?
1: Well, we are undertaking a three and a half week tour covering uh, city dates in Australia and New Zealand and um, we're travelling around, we'll do full day seminars so it's pretty full on stuff You know, we're giving out lots of information talking about a different range of topics in each location, so our hosts um, they decide what they want us to speak on in relation to the Irish family history and then we deliver the presentations to those attending so um, the idea is to impart as much knowledge as we can Um, with the audience so they can go in and start to try and trace their family history or further their family history research with maybe new ideas, new research resources that have come online, or some uh, tricks of the trade that we know uh, from our work back in Belfast.
0: Well, asking as a mulligan, who knows nothing about his Irish heritage, where do you start? Where's a good place to start?
1: Well, obviously, tell your parents and grandparents is the most obvious place, which is, sounds kind of obvious, but it is. Um, if you can do as much background through your family to get the point of the immigrants, so, you know, for Australia and New Zealand, did he come in 1790 or 1801, for example, as a convict, or did he come much later, so you settling in, say, New Zealand in the 1840s or fifties or later still? So getting an idea of the place and time when they left is key as well, because that then will dictate which sources you can use in Ireland. So if you have an ancestor who left, say, in the early 20th century, as a wealthy new immigrant came outside before the First World War, so the 1911 and the 1901 census back in Ireland would maybe be a good starting point to try and find them. Um, If they came, say, in the 1840s or 50s, well, there might be a a source from the middle of the 19th century like Griffith Valuation or the Tithe Books, which is a land valuation from the 1820s and 30s. So that might be the starting point. But sometimes just... The name itself, Now, your case Mulligan is not an easy name because it's a very common name like mine, but <laughs> some names are very specific to certain locations in Ireland, so that can be a massive clue if you have a relatively unusual first name or surname. But also okay. if the family preserved and passed down through the generation's rather unusual first names, they can be wonderful clues as well. So there's all little tics, tics, tricks to, to, to use, but starting with the family is, a great, is as good a place as any to start to get a fix on when the immigrant came and so that's sort of grungy in the records back in Ireland that you would like to use.
0: And do you see people start to get excited, passionate, interested once they find a few things out about their ancestors?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the the sense of connection that people feel is quite extraordinary. Our organisation has been doing this since 1957, obviously not Gillian and me personally, but uh, we've been at this a long time. We bring groups to Ireland to come and research their ancestors for themselves, and that's part of our trip. We're going to New Zealand to speak to people in North and South Island to encourage them to come, and others have been before at our events back in Belfast, and we take them to the archives in Belfast and Dublin, and we have seen them find for themselves the real breakthrough, the piece of information that Says my ancestor came from here and sometimes they'll go off and visit that and that's like you know that's really sacred ground hallowed ground to them to go and be able to say stand at a grave or go to the church or even perhaps go to the little family house um, that may have existed and uh, where the family started up so we can see how passionate uh, and how much it means to people to make that connection so for us it feels wonderful to be able to help them and when we're doing these programs down under we're trying to convey to people What we know is available online, so we're focusing for their benefit when they come to our programs. But this is what you can do here and now. You can find this online through various uh, digital resources. But so much more still has to be searched back in and can be searched. So the online is not the end of the game. It's actually only the start of the whole journey. And coming to Ireland to use archival sources is really what we're trying to encourage people to do. Because it's wonderful fun. They'll have a brilliant holiday and they may make that connection.
0: Yeah, and what do you guys get out of it? Why do you, at the Ulster (laughs) Historical Foundation, conduct these trips and sessions?
1: Well, we were established in 1956 as part of the Archive in Northern Ireland, which is called the Public Record Office of Northern Ireland, as a sort of research wing, and we operated under that auspices for about 30 years and then became separate as a separate, independent, standalone charity. So we exist to help to act like a bridge to the diaspora. So we were established to try and... Provide a means for the Irish overseas, and irrespective of how long ago that they left, their ancestors left, irrespective of how small the connection is, to try and give them an opportunity to reconnect with Ireland through the family history research. So that was why we were set up, and we do that through these trips, through our research in Ireland, through so publishing guides to how to. And what we get out of it is that sense of pride and satisfaction that we are. Helping the diaspora all around the world to reconnect with the island of Ireland. And it can be seen in many ways. Like, we help support the tourism trade by bringing visitors to Belfast or Dublin, to, or even into the localities across rural Ireland to, to stay. We offer, if you like, a soft sell why uh, Northern Ireland it might be a, an interesting place for somebody to come, perhaps not just for holiday, but maybe considering setting up a business. And while we can't claim any recent events, certainly in our past in the 1970s in Northern Ireland. Belfast looked a very bleak place. Sometimes the decision to relocate a business or establish a business for an international firm was won out because of a family connection with Ulster uh, that the person perceived to be, uh, yeah, i will set up my company here rather than there. So we have all sorts of uh, sort of soft sell ways in which the work that we do supports the wider, broader approach to, uh, you know, presenting Ireland as a sort of vibrant community of people who left a mark in the world despite seemingly being a very small island or an island off the west coast of Europe.
0: Well, we're pleased with your contribution uh, contribution, uh, to New Zealand life now and over the years and uh, great to have you in this part of the world, Fintan. Uh, We've got some details of the tour on our website uh, and nice to talk to you today.
1: Can I, I just give a shout out to all the good folk in New Zealand because this tour would not have happened without the Irish Interest Group, Geraldine O'Reilly, uh, Maggie Gaffney and all the good folks on the Irish Interest Group in North Island and Lower North Island. They're the ones who really made this tour happen so we're so looking forward to getting down to New Zealand in a couple of weeks' time. Good
0: stuff. Great to talk to you. Thank you.
1: Thanks very much. Okay, bye.
0: I'm Nick Friedman.